uh, is the problem because I put my trust in him. I put my hand with him. I believe God. I love him. My people perish for the lack of knowledge. Repeat to yourself and say to the devil, ain't going to be no more. No more devil. I won't and I will not give in to your crazy mixed up stupid tactics. You are set free by the words of your mouth following God's commandments and his word will set you free. So talk positive not negative. Say the word of God to yourself. Say, self, don't you know you got a refuge? The Lord is there for you. He is there in a time of your trouble. He will be your strength. Just put your trust in him. You have to want God to do. I want God to save me. I want God to heal me. I want God to deliver. I want God to make me free. I want God to bless me. I want to be with God. I want to walk with God. I want to talk with God. I want to love upon my God. I want to be with God. You have to want to. Do. Not negative. Say the word of God to yourself. Say self. Don't you know you got a refuge? The Lord is there for you. He is there in a time of your trouble. He will be your strength. Just put your trust in him. Believe in him. You have God to do for you. God to save me. I want God to heal me. I want God to deliver. I want God to make me free. I want God to bless me. I want to be with God. I want to walk with God. I want to talk with God. I want to love upon my God. I want to be 
with God. You have to want to do. Ride out your storm. 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 Burger, I have all power in my hand. I'm working it out. Don't worry, I have all power in my hand. I'm working it out. Don't worry, I have all power in my hand. I'm working it out. Don't worry, I have all power in my hand. I'm working it out. Don't worry, I have all power in my hand. I'm working it out. Don't worry, I have all power in my hand. I'm working it out. Don't worry, I have all power in my hand. I'm working it out. Don't worry, I have all power in my hand. I'm working it out. Don't worry, I have all power in my hand. I'm working it out. Don't worry, I have all power in my hand. I'm working it out. Don't worry, I have all power in my hand. I'm working it out. Don't worry, I have all power in my hand. I'm working it out. Don't worry, I have all power in my hand. I'm working it out. Don't worry, I have all power in my hand. I'm working it out. Don't worry, I have all power in my hand. I'm working it out. Don't worry, I have all power in my hand. I'm working it out. Don't worry, I have all power in my hand. I'm working it out. Don't worry, I have all power in my hand. I'm Don't worry, I have all power in my hand. I'm working it out. Don't worry, I have all power in my hand. I'm Don't worry, I have all power in my hand. I'm working it out. Don't worry, I have all power in my hand. I'm working it. Don't worry, don't worry, I have all power in my hand. I'm working it out. Don't worry, I have all power in my hand. I'm working it out.
Hi and welcome to another podcast broadcast. Hello, Spotify, Facebook, and Anchor FM. I am so glad that you can come and meet with me one more time. For this is the day that the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad. Yes, glory be to God. Yes, I'm so glad to be again here in in God's number. I'm so glad to be with the Lord God in his favor. I am so glad to be a child of God today. I am so glad that he is my God. And he is my Savior. Today I would like to talk about the sacrifices to God. Today's topic will be talking about some of the sacrifices that were being made in the Bible and how others sacrifice what God accepted and what God rejected. Uh, some sacrifices were he uh, told priests what to do and different ones and how just one slip of not doing what God wanted caused them big time error. So Some of the scriptures I would like to draw from today will be Psalms 51, 17, and also we'll be defining some words today uh, that are related to how God wants sacrifice and some of the people who sacrifice in the Bible. I would like to go to also 2 Corinthians 7 and 10, uh, Genesis 22, 11 through 12, uh, Mark 14, 3 through 9, uh, Leviticus 10, 8, through nine, and also Deuteronomy eighteen and ten, and Second Kings sixteen and three. And if I left any that I have not mentioned, I will try to get to it as I go along. God bless. Um, I would like to give a definition of what sacrifice means. It means to offer and to give up. Let me read that one more time. It means to offer and to give up. Praise God. You know, in the Bible, there were many sacrifices. Some to God and others to idols there was a Passover 
of the blood we learned in the Old Testament when we were talking about Moses, uh, how the blood was put on the doorposts. Uh, so when the deaf angel had passed over, this represents the covering of God's presence. He wanted them to put the blood there that showed and symbolizes also the blood of Jesus Christ. As we know, as it is applied to our lives, then when God see it, it he will pass over. Hallelujah. So, this was a part of sacrifice concerning who God was in the New Testament. When Jesus died, he sacrificed. This was represent the blood and the covering. He told Moses to dip in the hyssop. I want to give a brief definition of what hyssop means. It is a herb used to clean. It is to get rid of disease and ailments. So hyssop is a cleaning agent. The blood represents salvation from destruction or to destroy them. The blood covers them from death. Hallelujah. So this blood, when it passed over the house of the Israelites, it covered them from death. They would not die, but the Egyptians um, firstborn did. But it covered their house. Their house was okay. And then it says, the sacrifices of God. In Psalms 51, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. And a broken and contrite heart. O God, thou will not despise. God does not hate a heart that is broken. A repentant and contrite heart. He said he will not, in other words, turn it away. He will will recognize it. He will um, open up to that heart of that individual. Because they are godly sorrow. That is saying a heart of repentance and surrender shows, hallelujah, a sign of being broken. Godly sorrow worketh repentance. You are sorry for what you have done your actions, and you are ready for change. 2 Corinthians 7 and 10. God will not hate you. I would like to give a brief definition of what contrite means. Contrite means a heart broken in pieces. He looks upon it. The heart that doesn't want to sin anymore. Hallelujah. Let me read that again. A heart that doesn't want to sin anymore you know a heart that understands 
how God feels and wants to please him. That is the heart that God is looking for. He's looking upon. Hallelujah. And in Genesis 22, 11-12, we learn the story of Abraham. I was talking about Abraham. Abraham was going to offer God his sacrifice, which was Isaac, his son. You know, this was a test of Abraham's devotion to God. And devotion means giving up all for a cause, which is a sacrifice. Abraham made a willing sacrifice. He gave all to God. Hallelujah. I would like to talk about the woman. The woman at Jesus' feet who offered sacrifice to wipe his feet with her hair and to anoint his feet with oil and wiped with her tears. You know, uh, the Pharisees asked Jesus, in other words, do you know who you're dealing with? This woman, she repented to God for her sins. She done. Her tears was an act of guilt. She is a contrite, broken, broken spirit. She wanted to please God. She wanted to please God because she brought the best offering to God. It was expensive oil in an alabaster box. And she had a repentant heart. The oil, I would like to say what the oil represents. The oil represents honor. It re represents coming peacefully. No harm. And a kiss represents greeting someone and this would be found in Mark 14 3 through 9 I would like to say the opening of the box could also represent her heart God just wants us to open up our hearts and cry out to him he's crying and she's just crying saying please in other words forgive me you know, I will offer you something. I hope it's good enough for this forgiveness, what you will offer. So what she offered, she wanted to know, was this good enough for my forgiveness? And God said, um, it was good enough. So what will you offer God that is good enough? Will that be that? expensiveness of your heart giving it to him uh, pouring out and crying out to him for forgiveness being godly sorrow for what you have done this woman was following Jesus actually she was around that is how she found where he was he was at salvation came that day to her you know she heard about his fame. That's how she knew that he had the power to forgive, to help her, because he did so many amazing things. God loves what we think. You know, she thought he would not accept her offering, but he said she would be remembered throughout all generations. This will not be forgotten what she has done. 
God has not forgotten you. you. When you pour yourself and you come and you come repentant to Him, and you are contrite in your heart, God will not forget you. He wants a willing heart, and when you come that way, He will always remember how you came, and He won't take it lightly. He will not turn you away. Jesus, you know, Jesus said she did something beautiful. This was a beautiful thing. This was just not something just just to say, okay, he did this and well, okay. Uh, you know, I appreciate it, but you know, well as well. No. He said this was a how she was feeling. She was pleading to him for forgiveness. But by what she did, and he forgave her. You know, sacrifices were intended to mend the relationship between people and God in the Old Testament. You know, there were also burnt offerings that was given to idols, perhaps like the golden calf that was symbolic of an offering of a calf as a god. They burned gold to create this being. And this burnt offering were also an atonement. So they were trying to get an atonement. Uh, uh, excuse uh, They were trying to uh, worship this being calf that God was speaking against. God didn't want them to do that. He wanted them to worship him. But they refused. And so God, he was angry with that. You know, and there also was also other people, other nations name was the Canaanites, who were people who burnt their children as an atonement. Hallelujah. Sacrifice for their own atonement. And they did this in Leviticus 18th chapter and the 21st verse. It said, and thou shalt not, that means don't, and any of thy seed pass through the fire to Molech, which Molech was a false god. God was saying, don't give the children through the fire to Molech, neither shalt thou profane the name of thy God. I am the Lord. I would like to give a definition of profane. Profane in the Hebrew means to treat something holy, with disrespect. God is saying, don't treat what is holy. That also reminds me, don't give that which is holy to the dogs, my Lord. So God was very upset. He did not like the people, these Canaanite people giving the children to false gods and burning them up in the fire. God was very, very, very upset with this. He could say disrespect to him. He's holy and they disrespected God. Hallelujah. And in Deuteronomy 18 and 10, it also reads, There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire or that which uses divination, 
or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch. My God. In Second Corinthians sixteen and three, it said, "But he walked in the way of the kings of Israel, ye, and made his son to pass through the fire, according to the abominations of the heathen, who the Lord cast out from before the children of Israel." My Lord. And Deuteronomy eighteen and ten explained, God was telling the priests not to learn the way of the people. Divination. And definition means psychics for our today's time. And an enchanter is someone who puts one under a spell or a witch. My God, God said, "Thou art an abomination, abomination to the Lord." It stinks. Abomination, a word adultery, which is sacrifice to God. It stinks to God. It is rotten. Vile, vile means disgusting. My God, so God was saying, don't even learn their way, because I hate it. I can't stand it. Mm-mm. So, Aaron had two sons. Nadad and Abihu. It was a son of Aaron in Leviticus, the tenth chapter. They sacrificed with strange fire, and his brother. They disrespected God's altar, and God has done away with them because God is holy, and anything unholy He will not accept but consume. They were particularly commanded not to drink wine or strong drink. He told Aaron, "He said, you and your sons don't drink no wine. When you finna come into this tent meeting, don't bring your wine and don't bring your strong drink." Uh uh-uh. uh. But they disobeyed. He said, "Lest you die." Lest you die, lest you die. Do not defile the present dwelling place of where God is dwelling His presence. And also, don't don't bring your wicked stuff, or you're gonna die. And that is why they were consumed by the fire in that tent meeting. That place where God would meet His people. I hope something was said today that will touch your heart and let you know that God does not accept everything. He will not accept the abominations, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord. In a shot, because He is a holy God. He loves everyone, but there's just some things He will not accept, especially burning up His children, burning up them little. Them children, them sons and them daughters. Don't even know left on their right. Burning them up. Abortion. Killing innocent babies. And that is the abomination to God. God bless. Have a wonderful day. Keep the faith.